0: Remember that the weight of fixing everyone, fixing everything around you, is not for you to carry. You have the power to be the change you desire. You have the power to set things in motion. Welcome to Hello Intention, the podcast, a place where there's no judgment, no shame, and no guilt. Each episode is customized to help you discover and utilize the power of intention within. I'm your host, Siobhan, licensed psychotherapist, change expert, and life strategist. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to our intentional community. Before we get started, just a quick note. Hello Intention is not intended to be a substitute for obtaining and or building a personal relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back. If you have been here with me before, I appreciate you coming back to chat with me. And if you're new, welcome. Please get comfortable. All right, so today we're going to get right in because sometimes that's just the way to do it. Today, we are talking about something that is so necessary in many lives for just about all of us, for real. We're facing the task of breaking cycles and intentionally being the change. Y'all, I appreciate having these talks because I feel like every time we do, it's a topic that is so relevant today. It's something that, like, seriously... It's necessary, right? And at least I hope you guys feel that way too. And I always tell you, like, if you have any thoughts, topics, questions, you can feel free to connect with me. I have left links in the description for how you can shoot me a message. I'm always open to that. Okay, so let's start with taking a moment and asking ourselves if we have been in a space where we see or feel like we're in a cycle? What kind of cycle could this be? Are we even able to recognize when there is a cycle that we've been stuck in? Where did it originate? And why is it that we have continued to sit in this space? Cycles can be tricky. And sometimes that's because They're behaviors that we've learned. They are elements that have been around us for so long. They've been normalized, although they shouldn't be. Tricky because if it's what we are accustomed to and what is most often around us, something different typically then seems foreign to even us, right? So we're going to talk about all of this. And what are you know some of the cycles that we may very well find ourselves in? because this is important. When we want to live intentionally, when we want to live in a healthy space, when we want to uh, be able to set appropriate boundaries and and just function from a state of value, these are things that we've got to know, right? Like we've got to be really mindful of how we function. Day to day, so there are actually a number of cycles, and for a moment, I want us to just look at some of the ones that are more, you know, along the lines of unhealthy cycles, right? And I'm going to give you some examples just so that we're all kind of in the same lane, and we've got an idea, a good idea of when we stay unhealthy cycles. Like, what are we talking about? I want to start with negative self. Talk, and this is one that involves constantly criticizing, belittling ourselves. It can lead to low self esteem. Mm-hmm. It can lead to anxiety and depression. Right, like just really getting on ourselves consistently in a negative fashion, and that's kind of our go-to um, feedback for ourselves, right? So then, number two, let's talk about codependency. Codependency is probably a word that you have very well heard before. Some of you may have, Uh, you know, looked into what it looks like. Some of us may have even thought about, hey, am I, have I found myself myself in a a codependent codependent situation? What What does does that look like? Right. This is a cycle that oftentimes individuals don't really recognize that they're in. And for the sake of today's chat, I know that a lot of these things may be things that we want to kind of like dig deeper into, but I'm wanting to keep it real concise and, you know, like short description so that at least we have an understanding of them, but I'm not kind of diving in super deep and going through all facets of these cycles. Okay. So I just want to mention that so that, you know, it's purposeful that I'm not kind of um, elaborating on every single cycle or every single element, because then we would just be here together for a really long time. And, um, you know, I want to make sure that I give you the information and value your time so that you can get your nuggets and put them into action. So, again, we could dive into these individually at a later time. Okay, so let's move on to number three, and that's substance abuse. And of course, this is the use of drugs and or alcohol for a number of reasons. Some reasons may be to cope with difficult emotions or situations. Again, a number of reasons why individuals may begin using substances, but nonetheless, it can lead to addiction, health problems, and obviously even relationship issues um, and issues with oneself. So that is the third cycle that I wanted to bring up. The fourth one is the cycle of procrastination. I bring this one up because I know that it is probably quite familiar for a lot of us, right? It's putting off tasks, putting off responsibilities until the last minute. This is something that can lead to a lot of stress, anxiety, and even poor performance. And I think that sometimes individuals believe that procrastination like, still reaps positive results for them. But we've got to understand that there's so much along the way that it does affect, including our overall well-being. So that's something to keep in mind if you find that procrastination often knocks at your door. The last cycle that I want to mention is toxic relationships. And I'm sure that when I say that, many of us can kind of think about a relationship or two. Um, or for some, maybe more that we can look back on or even currently say, yo, this is probably not what's for me, right? Like this is probably not a healthy relationship. There's so many things, so many red flags that I'm looking at. But for some reason, we're in this cycle and we're still here. This is a cycle that involves repeatedly entering into and staying in relationships that are harmful. They may be abusive or unhealthy in a number of other ways. Ultimately, it can lead to emotional harm, physical harm, a cycle of many unhealthy relationship patterns. Let's keep in mind that toxic relationships aren't always just between intimate partners. And I mention this because a lot of times that's what individuals think, right? They only connect a toxic relationship when they're in relationship with an intimate partner. But it can also be... uh, present when you're talking about friendships and even families, right? And so that's something that you want to be able to think about as well, like evaluate my relationships. What do they look like? How do they feel, right? Now, of course, this list is not exhaustive of all unhealthy cycles. I just want to put that out there. I just wanted to lay out a few So again, we have a decent idea of what cycles could look like as we step back and evaluate our own behaviors, our own patterns, as we identify where we, in fact, see ourselves in certain cycles within our own lives. And let's keep it real. We can be in more than one cycle at a time, okay? So what do we do after we have committed to doing the work and identifying the cycles that we're in, right? Like we've taken a step back. It's it's vivid in our minds now. We're like, okay, I see this. I see these cycles. I don't like them. And I want to be the change for myself. You know, I always say we commit to doing the work. Like that has got to be the steps to how we get to the next phase. We commit to doing the work to be the change for ourselves and we break the cycles. And I'm not going to leave you hanging Yes, it requires conscious effort. Yes, it requires an intentional effort. And now we're going to walk through six steps to begin the change, right? So, of course, I got you. I'm going to start with number one, which kind of is repetitive because we just talked about it: identifying the cycle or the cycles that you may find yourself in. So take a step back and examine your patterns, examine your behavior. Or your situations, because even your situations, if you work backwards, you can say, okay, what are the situations that I'm in? And then what do my behaviors and patterns look like when I'm in those situations or in those relationships? After that, you'll be able to ask yourself from the information that I've gathered, what do I want to change? And not only what do I want to change, but why, right? Examine your why, like examine the reasons why. It will help make your life look different. And there's actually an an episode, a couple episodes ago, that was one of the topics that we had talked about, right? Like, what is my why? So if you haven't gotten a chance to listen to that one, go ahead and take a listen. Because understanding our why in all facets of our life is super important. So walking into step number two, once we've identified it, let's try to understand it, right? Let's understand our cycle. What do I mean? What triggers it? How does it affect me? What are the consequences of perpetuating it, right? With who do I find myself in this cycle with most often? These are just a few questions. You may find others that help you to understand your cycle, but I wanted to give you some just to get you started because the more you start to answer the questions, Your brain will start to think about other things that will lead you to even further understand it. Okay. So number three, make a plan, right? Once you've identified it, you understand it. Now you can create a plan to break it. And this is important because you don't want to walk out there kind of like aimlessly, right? Because if you're going to set yourself up for success, then we want to have a plan. This might involve how you're going to change your behavior or how you're going to seek help from other people. Be specific about what you want to achieve and how you're going to go about it. So, number four, step four, we're on step four, take action. Now that you have your plan, it's important to take intentional action to break the cycle. What does this look like? It might involve changing your behavior, right? Again, and It it really involves being committed to the process and staying focused on your goals. So in step three and four, you're going to make a plan about what your behavior change looks like and where you might seek help to to keep you on your course. And those are the things that you want to keep at the forefront. As you walk into step five, it's practice self-awareness. Self-awareness is going to be key to breaking cycles. Why? Because it helps you with understanding your thoughts and your actions, and it helps you to check in with yourself regularly to ensure that you're on your desired path. Like, if we don't take moments to be self-aware, then we can continue to engage in the same behaviors, the same habits, and we're really not going to understand that that's where we're at because we're never taking moments to step back and say, okay, let me evaluate self for a minute. Let me hold myself accountable. Let me just be aware of how I am stepping forward. So the final step, step six, is to be patient but persistent. And I say that because breaking cycles can take, will take time and effort, right? I want you to be patient with yourself and don't give up if you don't see results right away. I think a lot of times when we are in something that doesn't feel good or we've we've identified something that we want to change, we expect ourselves to change instantaneously. And the truth of the matter is we didn't get there instantaneously. So take the time you need to get through the process. But continue to be persistent, right? Stay committed to your goals and keep taking the steps towards your change. So just a couple things that are important as we've talked about what are some of the types of cycles and how do we break the cycles, right? Now let's just kind of digest that a little bit and talk about a few things that are important to remember. We've got, when we think of cycles, you've got to remember that some of these were learned from others. Some cycles continue to be encouraged by others, right? Maybe not like outwardly verbal encouragement, but participation from others, things like that. And some just heavily involve others. This can be tough when you have come to your own space of awareness and you're ready to be the change, right? Because When you think about things that involve other people, the reality that you have to remember is that you've got the ability to change your actions and your behaviors, but you've got to remember you can't change other people, right? Like that's a fact. You don't have control over the actions of what other people do and how other people think. But again, you do have control over what you do and what you think. So in that same vein, how do you change when there are other people involved? Well, first, you want to look at what your involvement is. How does this affect you? And what part, what role do you play in how this has been going? Right? Like, we've got to be committed to being true to what we believe, the truth of what we value. And make it known, right? Like out loud to ourselves first and foremost. Because from there, if we do find that we may have to address individuals at some point in our process, it may be an uncomfortable conversation depending on who it is. That's just what it is, right? There are conversations in life that we may have to have that are not the most comfortable. But we have to have them. I encourage you to take your time and prepare yourself prior to the conversation. Know what you need and that the outcome isn't getting them on board, but rather it is about addressing your needs and allowing yourself to release. So last thing I want to add for us, when looking at breaking cycles and starting change, there are times when you're going to need not only support, but you're going to need to utilize effective resources. A lot of times we look to those around us as our first stop. Honestly, sometimes our only stop. And the reality with that is that if these individuals around us are engaging in the same or similar cycles of behavior and or mannerisms that we're trying to shift from, how much do we think they're going to be in support of our change? How much do we believe they're going to be able to even provide or offer that which can be valuable, right? And it's not always that this is not the individual's desire. They may desire to be helpful. But if they themselves have not taken the time to identify their own need for change, then something you bring them is going to be foreign. It's not going to be understood And it's not going to really be something that they know how to help you with because they haven't navigated it themselves. Whether that's through educating themselves or actually going through the motions of change, you know, physically, if one has not embarked upon a journey of change or understand the need for it at some point, there may very well be minimal insight that they can provide you. So this is something very, very important to be mindful of because if we continue going to the same sources for support and for the change we are internally working towards, the sources are really going to just just give us this feeling of of being defeated or something along those lines, right? Why? Because they're going to give us a lot of the same things that we've already had. We end up Walking away feeling either the same or maybe even worse. Because oftentimes people are going to question our reasoning. Like they're going to think, ask, bring up somehow, what are you talking about? What is wrong wrong with the way that we do this? And what's wrong with this relationship? And what's wrong with that, this, or the other? And it can really make you question whether or not you actually have valid reasons For wanting to break the cycle, setting you back. Like it's essentially what that's going to do. So, bottom line, involve who you may feel you need to, but think about who you feel can appropriately support your journey. But more so, look for accountability. Look at who is bringing neutrality to the situation, right? Someone outside your circle even, because that's essentially what that's going to look like. Someone who can be objective, someone who can bring insight to the dynamics, whether that's a therapist, a support group, a professional. Remember that the weight of fixing everyone, fixing everything around you is not for you to carry. You have the power to be the change you desire. You have the power to set things in motion. You have the power to set different things in motion. And it will require you to break the mold. It will require for you to do your own research. It will require work on your part. Ultimately, throughout your journey, I want you to celebrate your successes. No matter the size, keep encouraging yourself to grow and to evolve. Breaking cycles is possible, but it will require patience, dedication, and commitment. Remember our initial six steps and know that you've got this. You are the change you're seeking. As always, it was great chatting with you today, and I hope this was super helpful. Until next time, be well.